podcast. I'm back. Oh, good, good, good. I don't know what happened that time. I can hear you. It's fine. You couldn't hear me. Yeah, I was like, um, what's going on? I had to check my volume, make sure that, you know, I didn't accidentally turn it down or silence it or something. Oh, hey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good to see you again. Good. Man, I'm so glad to hear yeah, I can hear both guys at the same time. Um tonight's episode can be very educational. Now you guys both know what we're talking about, right? The legalization of drugs in, in the United States. Specifically marijuana yes. you're talking about. Right. Um, but we could we could talk all drugs because there's like three subjects I wanted to get to tonight, and I wanted to make sure that um okay. there's three three major questions about, you know, about what I want, you know about drugs and legalization of it. Um, the first one would be, to get started, uh, are you guys ready? I should have asked, are you guys ready or? Yes, uh, I'm yeah. ready. Okay, okay, you guys ready, okay. So I guess the first question would be, are you for or against legalization of drugs? Any one of you guys can go, go first. What? Ladies first. Ladies I- first? <laughs> I am for the legalization of marijuana. Say, I know many people that have, older people that have used it for, you know, medical reasons, going through uh, cancer treatments like chemo um, when they're dying, Um, people that have used it for like uh, seizures, like the CBD stuff, and um, even as adults use it to help with seizures. Um, and preventing them, so you know, I'm for it. Okay, what about you, Joseph? Uh, personally, uh, and let me say this up first, uh, and I said this to you behind the scenes, uh, Jerome. I am not an expert on this. I, uh, I I did a little, um, just you know, just a little reading, uh, not even really research, just to get some background. So I don't know a whole lot of details, but my per just my opinions uh, based on the little bit I know. I, I go even further than that uh, personally. I, I, I'm just straight for legalization. Doesn't, does not need to, in my opinion, does not need to have anything to do with um, like medical um, connection or anything like that. Just, uh, 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 just uh, I forgot the word I was trying to say, um, but you know, just uh, uh, casual usage and all that. I'm fine with that. The only thing is like everything else, like we do with it, with tobacco and alcohol, it has to be regulated because you can't just, you know, drink, you know, your blood alcohol uh, level has to be a certain amount for you to drive. Right. To me. Right. We, um, and it, it's, it's already legalized in certain uh, states. What I, what I read just before, you know, just to get a little context there, uh, it's something like 19 states since t- 2012, 19 states plus Washington, D.C., because it's a district, it's not a state, and Guam. They've all had voted to legalize marijuana. So that's that's than 10 years ago, since, mm-hmm. you know, over time. So, you know, apparently it must be must be working because you don't hear much about it, to be honest with you. Until it's time for it to become legal in a different state. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to be the one in this podcast to pay a little bit, you know, um, devil's advocate a little bit. 
I mean, I agree with both you guys, but I'm also going to give you guys the opposing side to what, what you guys are saying. Um, okay. And you guys are correct about I, me personally. I agree with you guys, but to, to play devil's advocate though, there are some people that say, well, if you're, if you legalize this marijuana or weed, whatever you want to call it, um, you're pretty much saying it's okay to do drugs. How do you guys feel about that? When it, you know when that argument comes up, I I would have to disagree. I mean, I did. I definitely disagree with that because it's, it's definitely not saying you teach them. I guess if you think about it, um, you know, you teach them when you say it's okay for them to use cigarettes or when they're stealing prescription drugs or giving them prescription drugs. If Mm -hmm. it's monitored and regulated, um, you would be aware of that. You can teach, you can still teach your child um, principles and levels just like you getting drunk and drinking. You can teach them things and it being legal doesn't have anything to do with preventing that teaching from occurring. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that totally. Um, Janae, I totally agree with that. Um, and, and, and just, you know, it's, and quite frankly, if people really want to do drugs, they're going to do it. And it just, they don't right. need, they don't need legislation. Oh, I'm going to try, the, you know, that bong now. I mean, they're going <laughs> right. to do it. And, and even right. before legalization, they've been doing it. So, yeah, I, I agree on that point. Okay. Um, let, let me play devil's advocate again real quick. Okay. So a lot of people say, now nah, this is what they're saying. Uh, I'm just giving you guys other sides. It's not how I think. But there are people that say, okay, well, if you legalize weed or marijuana, whatever you want to call it, um, they say it's the gateway drug to other harder drugs. Um, what do you think, Jaina? Do you think that's true as well? Definitely not. Definitely not true from, um, yeah, not from experience and not from anybody that I know that even if I know that, um, they do other drugs, that was not the gateway drug. I think alcohol is more of a gateway drug than marijuana mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Joe Seth? I, I, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I agree, agree with uh, uh, what, uh, Jaina. Jaina. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure if it's Janae or Jane. I'm sorry, Jaina. Sorry, Jaina. I, I know how to spell it, but pronunciation. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> um, no, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not, I would need to see some studies on it because there, there are studies out there that shows which ones are more of a gateway drug. And, but it, from what I have heard, though, uh, guys, um, it is considered a, uh, marijuana is considered a gateway drug to harder, harder drugs. Um, uh, uh, of course, I forgot what I just what I heard. I don't know specifically me personally, but for, for I heard and of course, I forgot the name um, uh, harder stuff. And I forgot the name I was trying to say. But anyway, um, it, it can lead to harder, you know, marijuana can be a gateway drug. But, you know, like everything else and, and alcohol and all those are also gateway drugs, too. Depending, but then it also depends on the, the individual's uh, 
proclivity, um, biological or otherwise? Do you have a more risk of, of, of being an alcoholic compared to someone else? And if so, you may want to rethink just because it's legal. And we talked about this phrase before, uh, Jerome, uh, I think it was last week. And I, I made my reference to uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park. Just because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. if, if, if a person knows they have a proclivity or and or, you know or a family history of whether it's alcoholism or some kind of uh, um, some kind of problems with drugs, just because it's legal, it doesn't mean that you personally should necessarily do it. Correct. Mm. Okay. So um, I want to I want to also um, oh, I'm fucking that for a second, but um. There's also an argument of, all right, let's just say we uh, we legalize it. Um, now this is where it's going to be a little tricky, guys. Um, if we legalize it, should people get drug tested for certain jobs? Now we all know in the medical and in, in the medical field, should and the people that are pilots. Like where, where where your life can be in, in danger, they should get tested for those type of jobs. But like let's just say the average job where there's minimum danger, if anything, and they still drug test people. There's still jobs like that. They just drug test you, you know, randomly or whatever. Um, do you think that should be enacted still? Like random drug test if they just legalize, let's just say weed. I I think under yeah. the circumstances it'll be okay to do that uh, because it like let's say bus driver. You say, or, or, you know, let's say you work in a restaurant. Well, I mean, even though it may be legal, like, like, well, we have it now. Alcohol is legal, but they could, they could still test you to make sure, especially if a person's acting kind of weird at work. Right. Well, you can do that on your own time, Johnny, but what are you doing showing up, you know, drunk? And I have seen that a lot at different jobs I've held. Uh, And and they send people home or they get fired. Mm. And actually, I remember that. Funny, I just now remember this. I won't obviously. I make it a point not to say what company I work for, so I talk about what sector or what kind of industry it is. Last year, I worked at a warehouse. I'll just say that um, it was a warehouse last year, and I remember one of my coworkers, and he was a work friend. We got along pretty well, and we joke around, and you know, we um, got fired. Uh, someone told me because he smelled of alcohol. Now, alcohol, alcohol is obviously legal, but look, this, and this is real life. This is not hypothetical. This really did happen. Yeah. Um, I I haven't said any of my opinions yet tonight. Um, Yeah, I was was wondering about that, but I figured you, you, because you mentioned you had three things you wanted to get through, so I was just kind of... Well, yeah, because, well, the, the, like, to what I asked you guys, what I think about it is, I think... Obviously, I think it should be legal. Um, but um, my problem with it is I don't, the reason why I don't think people should be drug tested for like like call centers, like this minimum job, like the average job, you shouldn't be drug tested is because what someone does in their, in their personal life is their business. But you're not going to sit here and, you know, you're, okay, you're going to drug test me. And it's still in my system, even though I did it two weeks ago. Well, 
that is that you know what I'm saying doesn't make me high. I'm at work at high now. It's just in my system because I did it. You know, that, that's 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 See? a good point. That is a good that that's but that's why I say like the real life again, the real life situation last year with my coworker uh, uh, at a certain job place that I worked at. He showed up according to what I heard. I guess smelling or acting slash smelling acting like he he was still you know the night before he was drinking. So I think they mean, and that's not drug testing, mind you. It's more of someone observing. So, I mean, it is a fair, but I, I see what you're That's saying right. too. So I can see it both ways. However, again, just because uh, a situation, uh, a drug is legal, doesn't mean that companies still, it's, they're still independent companies. They still have the right to drug test too. Um, they have that. I, I, again, I, you need an expert on this point. It'd be interesting to find out, you know, based on like what laws that co corporations or, or, you know, or just small mom and pop stores. Because we don't right. have because government, obviously you expect that. But you know, at what level do they have the right to drug test you just just randomly? I I don't know. But and sometimes also how random it's like I know um for working like um when you have to do like a workman's comp claim in any way, like mm -hmm. that's how they tell like if you're gonna uh pay out so if they're responsible for you and they're paying and covering your bills um you know i don't know how random random you're talking about but you know they do have to test for instances like that now i mean that's up to you or that's up to the boss but you know usually if you can be honest about it um i guess let's see other jobs or other places I went to one place and uh, she said she's w trying to just get marijuana taken off of their testing mm -hmm. um, since it's been legalized in so many states she said she's trying to get it so it's not being tested for at all at mm -hmm. a particular location for um, employment here in Lincoln so um, she's just so jobs may opt to do that as well mm -hmm. um, instead can I, can, so. I, can I ask something real quick uh, yeah. Jerome Jaina mm -hmm. so what about other drugs why why just marijuana because of the fact that, that it, because of the fact that she feels it's almost legal and that it's legal in all you know in many other states and um she didn't like go into details but she was like I've just never encountered anybody who smoked that she's worked even employed that it's ever became an issue um, mm. work-wise to mm. even feel like it's a necessity to even test for it anymore. Okay. Uh, let me tell you, okay. So uh, I, would, I would assume that means that they're performing their work duties appropriately and not coming to work, you know, intoxicated or smelling like, sure. you, know, right. you know, we just like we were talking about, you wouldn't come to work, you know, drunk or smelling like you just came from, you know, the bar or something. So right. they're maintaining that appropriately as well um, from the people that she's encountered, apparently, for her to even bring it up. Because I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, I didn't ask about that. That was just something that she said she wanted to implement as a new policy. So I was like, oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe other jobs will be doing that as well. 
Hey, can I tell you guys a little secret? Can I tell you guys a little secret? What's up? I bet you guys didn't know this, okay? They, you know, they, they have different levels of drugs, like level one, level two, level three, right? Yes. Okay. Do you know that cocaine is a level one and weed is a level three? Now, the, the higher the yeah. number, the, the more, more serious, serious classification. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, so... I'm kind of I'm not surprised um, because, because it's, it's kind of a hangover from the puritanical days uh, in society. Again, mm-hmm. uh, real quick, this I read this years ago. The, these stats, and I, I, I think in Lincoln Journal Star or somewhere else. So I, and it may have been uh, federal government stats, but anyway, just different um, media agencies. Something like, on average, approximately five hundred thousand. And I'm just going to talk about um, tobacco. Okay, approximately five hundred thousand Americans die of smoking-related tobacco related uh, uh, illness every year in the United States and approximately 5 million worldwide. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's just tobacco. Why is tobacco legal and, and marijuana is just now becoming legalized? There, you don't, there are no deaths like that with marijuana. Mm-hmm. Right. Half a mil- that's, that's bigger than the city of Omaha. Yeah, yeah. Dying every year from tobacco-related illness. But mm-hmm. yet... So I'm not surprised about that, what you just said, Jerome. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if the people that want to use that argument of, of, of what is it? Uh, so weed is a gateway drug to a, to a less harder drug? Okay, well, yeah, that doesn't well, make sense. That's a good point. Right. Classes for the schedules of drugs, it, the one is like the highest and then five is the lowest. Five is like the over-the-counter stuff. Okay, so then I think it's reversed then. All I know is that weed is higher on the thing than cocaine. So they're saying, well, what you're pretty much saying is, so weed is the good gateway drug to something that's less harmful. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that cocaine is more harmful than, than smoking weed. Right. So, so that that's what I'm Right, so how is it a gateway drug then? You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I see, drug, yeah. How could, a, how could a harder drug be gateway to a lesser yeah, right. drug? Yeah, so, um, and you got, so remember, we got the dumbest governor, in, you know, in the union, Pete Rick. He's just, Pat Pete, whatever his name is, he's just the dumbest. Him and DeSantis. Pete, Pete, Pete Rick, but, yeah. um, and the guy, and, and Abbott from Texas. They all three go to the same uh, swimming pool. But, um, Greg Abbott, yeah. Yeah, but and the reason why, I, what I don't understand is, like weed doesn't even have a stigma when it comes when it comes to death and everything else. Weed doesn't have you never hear nobody overdose from it. You never hear anybody, you know what I'm saying? You I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some cases, but you know. And if it is, it's 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 probably like literally point, you know, like like five tenths of a percent or something. Yeah, like it might, it's probably not even one percent. And yeah, exactly. And but you got these conservative states. Because you, you guys know a couple of years, like, I think it was back five years ago, Jane, I know you heard this too, um, where Oklahoma, Kansas, and Nebraska sued Colorado because they legalized weed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Correct. I right. heard about that. It was a federal lawsuit. And they're saying, well, our weed cases and our weed crimes are up because Colorado is legalizing. You guys need to do something about this or, you know, something. And Colorado is basically saying, listen, it's not our job to take care of your state. 
what are we, what are we supposed to do? Tell people not to come to Colorado? Yeah. Are you serious? Right. Right. It, so it, it it's laughable how, and I'll give you something else that people don't know. Caffeine is a drug. I'm a caffeine oh, addict. Yeah. Yes. Caffeine is a drug. It right. Sure is. I'm, I'm right. drinking coffee right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cherry Coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I got yep. I, I I got I got cold coffee. So um, yeah. So I'm a caffeine addict. I love caffeine, but yeah, so do I. here's the thing: me being a caffeine addict in my eyes, and I'm being honest, I am no better than a crack addict because I'm addicted to caffeine. Now it may not be to the level of crack or whatever, right? But I am no different. Like if Joseph, that's why I say I'm not a morning person. Cause if I don't, if I don't get caffeine in me, I am the biggest grouch in the world. Like I am a grouch. Like well, and more it, to the it, point is, it's, it's all. It's not just. It's not just the level. It's also what effect it has on your body. Right. And obviously, and caffeine. But I don't even get, get withdrawals with caffeine. Yes, I do. Yeah, yes, yeah I, I get. Do. You get headache. You get a, a bit of a headache because the cat. I I've noticed that, Jane. Like if I don't drink my coffee. Then I'll get a little, uh, you know, a slight of a headache, uh, you know, and by the end of the day, it's gone. And or if I drink coffee, then it's gone. But that mm-hmm. that's it. I it doesn't, you know. But whereas you know, you're talking about harder, you know, hard drugs or something like that, where it can it can make it definitely kills your brain cells. That for sure. Uh, yeah, but Joseph, but here's the thing, drugs. Joseph. This is this is the, I didn't mean to cut you off, Joseph. But no, you're fine. Um, you're fine. Um, this is, it is an anecdotal as well, but Joseph. I know people, and I'm telling you, at least 10, 15 people, I kid you not, that probably do cocaine every day. You wow. wouldn't know it. They go to work. They go to work. They leave and work on time. They function. They take care of the kids. They do whatever they need to do, and they keep it pushing. Like, this is what I remember people. from biology class. You know why? High tolerance level. Because they've yeah, been doing it for so long that it takes more for them to get to the high. Yeah, so but, now, yeah, so it doesn't even phase them anymore. Right, but that's what I'm saying, Joseph. But they they have their they, they have their asses at work before eight o'clock yep. on time. You know what I'm saying? They they get enough sleep or you know, whatever they need to do, whatever. What I'm saying is, Joseph, like you know what I'm saying? They are functioning. They're I guess they're addicts. You want to call it, but they're functioning addicts. And Joseph, you wouldn't even know. You see what I'm saying? You wouldn't even know. So if this guy is a coke, say he just he's an addict, a functioning addict, and he goes to work every day, he's always on time, does his job well. You know, everything's going well, and you give him a random drug test. All of a sudden, now he's a bad employee. But and if I may, and, so, uh, Jane, let me say this real quick, so I want to hear her vo- view too. But let me say this real quick, Jerome. Here I can see from a company. Maybe it's because I've been a, a, a manager a couple or a few times, but you have too. Um, and and so I'm thinking. But if something happens on the work site, and you know something bad, you know someone gets killed or an accident. And you know they have to file a report. And I, I've been in a situation like that where I had a, I, I had a file report because I dropped a ladder at the same job I told you about. And, um, and let's say they do a file a report and it comes out that they found out just drugs in this guy's system. Now, what, what do you think is going to happen? That's, that's going to complicate the situation. So I, I can understand from a, you know, from a management point of view I see where you're saying. It's like, so what's the problem? They're they're handling it. They're, you know, it's like, but you know, I don't know. From a legal standpoint, it could it could cause some some uh, headaches. Actually, 
Mm. Yeah, but hold on, Jana, for a second. Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to know that. That is none of my damn business. Well, that but, but if it's, if, if, well, if it's, it if has it's like, to be your business if you want to be employed and yeah. have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I get. Yeah, you guys are talking about the liability of it, the being right. it being well, a liability. At work. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll say the potential liability. Let me say it that way. Right. Okay, potential liability, and I, and I get all that, but. I I'm I'm just one of those people like when I start my company, hopefully in the next what ten years, I that's just something that I'm I'm just not big in because like I don't know what you're going through, I don't know what kind of trauma you've been through and everything else. If that's what you need to get by day to day, that's none of my business, man. Can you be here at eight and we leave at five? That's all I want to know. That, that at me as a boss or a business owner, that's well, all. I want to I mean, know. If, if they're doing it at home, yeah, I agree with you. If they're doing it at home, I don't give a shit what they do at their home. Of course, that's what I'm saying. Joseph. But it's, it's, but it's, it's kind of it's like, and I and I used this years ago um, when I would talk to other people about this situation. I say bus driver. I just I just that was my default. Um, a bus driver can drink at home, smoke at home, whatever. You know, it's just so long as you don't show up driving someone, uh, some other people's kids. To school right. and back home, because there's other people's lives that you're so so long as they you know that's fine. But if but if it's kind of like what you just said that you know, and I know you're not telling me details, nor should you, but you're telling me the basics. Some people that you know for a fact that are every day taking drugs, and if they're still showing up, I I don't know that that gets a little on the tricky side. Go ahead, Gina. Say. It's tricky, but I understand the liability. But just because you test positive during a random test doesn't necessarily mean you're automatically going to get fired. They would give you options. There's jobs that would give you options or resolutions to be able to correct the problem before you would get fired. And, I, and, hope and so. I hope so. And, and, and you know what, Jenna, sweetie? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But to sit here and say, oh, you tested positive or something. Now you're a bad employee. I got to fire you. I don't think that's always the best answer. I just I just don't. I just like, guess I've never worked for any any place that has just been like, oh, that's the first choice for their employees, unless they're like just started. They usually, if they look at your performance and they know that you're a good employee, I've just always been around, uh, worked for companies that have tried to allow those employees to help correct any problems that they were going through instead of just terminating them. Well, most jobs, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you must work for some progressive people or some very understanding people. Jane. <laughs> I'm just saying that they're, they're, most of the time those situations occurred, those um, employees, I guess, also had been working there for years. Yeah, you know, see, that, that's a big difference. You know, difference. so it's not like someone who just came in was just trained and, you know, and then, you know, having that issue. Yeah, that's that. true. Can, can I say this, Jerome, real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Joseph. Uh, it's just I just it just popped in my head talking about drugs and and being exposed to and and uh, everybody's. Ex I remember. I think you and I talked about this before. Um, mm -hmm. it may have been behind the scenes. I had, or if it wasn't you, it was somebody else. Anyway, I remember when I was in elementary school when I first heard 
of uh, uh, two of my classmates, I, not myself, of course, but two classmates. I was in like fifth grade. I remember this. And to, uh, that's a pro that translates into around 1977, 78, something like that. There we had this assembly called or the teacher, she showed up and she wanted our attention. And she's like, just so you know, two of your classmates were sent home or they were expelled or something like that because they had drugs. There were drugs found in their lockers. And then everyone was quiet, looking around. I was like, oh, my God. 1978 or whatever, you know, give or take, 79, I don't know, something like that. I was about, you know, seven, eight, nine, whichever. That's when I first heard, really heard uh, in person about other people that I knew about taking drugs and getting in trouble with it. So it mm -hmm. just popped in my head. I just wanted to throw it out there for, for me from an uh, anecdotal, practical, everyday thing. Uh, experience so would you guys say um would you say and i it, 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 this is a definite answer there's no in between would you say the people that talk about the people that are anti-drugs or whatever would you say that is more a, a fear tactic or is it more the fear of it can destroy your, you know, uh, is it more of a fear tactic of, okay, it could destroy your life if you start doing drugs and other drugs? Or is it a, you know, or is it a fear of just propaganda? Is it just propaganda, would you say? So you just don't do it. Was it more of, is it more propaganda or is it more things that actually happen when it comes to the legalization of drugs? Anybody? Um, I think, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you please, please. You go ahead. Please. Um, I think that after, okay, so, you know, I just went and seen a movie at the theater and I wasn't even under this revelation, but they, one, I didn't know how much meth really is. Um, and sure. that in the last few years that they went from like 198 bus to like over 768. Mm -hmm. Wow. In just in just a few short years. Mm -hmm. So when you think of those numbers, I think that the way that, you know, that drug has hit the community and everybody's reaction to it, they're just probably scared mm. because of all of that that's going on. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's part of it because honestly, I didn't even know mm -hmm. that. I know, I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was. And, and real quick, before I respond, and what were the numbers again? And what, what, what was the circumstance? I, I kind of missed that a little bit. Um, I went to the mm -hmm. movies and it actually showed it in the advertisement in the previews. Oh, yeah. And I never, and I had never even seen that before. I never seen no type of. You know, I, I think therapy. I remember, yeah, I, I think I remember reading that and I was kind of surprised too. And but they actually just had it when I went for the uh, movie day and um, it I was like, wow. And I was just because they did just Nebraska alone. They didn't do states like multiple states. So that just is Nebraska. just Nebraska. Wow. I, I, I would say is, it's, you know, it, it, I know you said no in betweens, but it. A lot of times it's a combination. It could be both propaganda about scaring people, especially those who are 
it tends to be a lot more people are more religiously minded for mm-hmm. because they see it as a sin, you know. So right, there, there's just always that. there's always that. But yeah, and, is it just so is it more fifty one percent? So I'm saying is it, but it's I, I want to get a different answer. Is it more fifty one percent? I honestly don't know. I it's, I would just say it just depends on the motivation of the, the people, you know, who, 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 are, who are people who are in authority, whether it's legislators or people in business who, who may do random drug tests. It, it depends on their attitude. I, I just don't know, to be honest with you, Jerome. Okay. Well, we, okay. So when it, when it comes to, this has been another, another point I wanted to get to. So when, when it comes to drugs and people that get caught or busted with them, do you are you in favor of yes, send their asses to jail, or hey, we can get this person help, or do you think they're criminals? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about all drugs, whether it's crack, weed, yeah, XB, well, whatever I, you want. You know. I I would say that they they need help, but but also are they reoccurring offenders? Right. So right. there are a lot of different. There's a lot of moving parts. But in general, yeah, I mean, kind of like what uh, Jane was saying about like your coworkers. Fortunately, you work at a place that they're understanding. That's good, uh, regardless of how long they're employees. I wish other pl- places had more understandings about that. But um, but it, but if they if it, if they're like taken advantage of, I don't I don't know. It, it or maybe they're just so addicted to to whatever substance it is, you know. Not just marijuana, marijuana, but whatever it is. Um, if it looks like it's hard for them to kick it, and technically speaking, you know, there, there's a movement to try to make it more like, uh, like, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Um, technically speaking, jaywalking. Excuse the pun, because your your podcast name, jaywalk podcast. <laughs> uh, technically, yeah. technically speaking, jaywalking <laughs> is a crime. Right. Right. Technically speaking, but uh, but the way that people to use, I guess you could say the poetry of legislation. It is uh, 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 it's an offense, if you will. Is you, you you broke a law, but it's, it's it's obviously low on the you know low on the, the scale and what's important. A lot mm-hmm. of people. There's a movement amongst different states that we talked about. Um, that are trying to do that with drug offense, especially you know marijuana, not, not not the hard stuff like crack and all that, but marijuana. So you know it's it you know it's 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 it, it kind of depends you know. Okay. I know I say okay. that I, real quick. I know I say that a lot, but I just think it, it's it's I think there's a lot of gradation, uh, a lot of uh, black you know it's not black and white. I think there's a lot of grays uh, when you're talking about drugs, in my personal opinion, because it's. It's been with us for thousands of years, obviously, as 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 a species. Right, right. And I get that. But Jane, let me ask this, Jana. Let me ask this, Jana. So if when okay, so how do we how do we I'm trying to I'm sorry I forgot how to ask this because it's gonna be a hard question for you. But how do we say, okay, X like like alcohol, nicotine, caffeine, okay. These are all drugs. Y'all can do these, but the rest of these you can't. So you don't, how does that make you feel, Jane, when they tell you, okay, they're going to pick and choose what you can and can't do, though? And you're supposed to be free. <laughs> uh, you understand what I'm saying? Um, 
So you can't do ecstasy, you can't do weed, you can't do heroin, you can't do cocaine, you can't do mushrooms, you can't do, you see what I'm saying? But these right here, like the cigarettes that kill more people than anybody combined, yeah. these are fine. <laughs> I, Alcohol was the second. Those that's fine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Go well, ahead. I'm sorry, Judy. I didn't mean. <laughs> or Joseph. Um. Yeah. I. I. I can't. I can't answer <laughs> that question. Um. Yeah. It makes me. I mean. In in my head, with the thinking and um, background that I have in healthcare, it. To me, it just doesn't make sense. But they don't care about the those numbers, you know. Yeah, I, and, uh-huh. and since I don't work in any type of government and regulations, I just have no, you know, no thought on to to be able to even begin to explain that one. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand why cigarettes are legal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, well, alcohol, I can understand, but they tried to take that away. But everything, it comes to moderation and how you feel yourself, view yourself. I think that they need to focus more on rehabilitation Um, and people. And you could cut crime down also with marijuana being legalized because there's been a lot of people in jail just for that so you know if you focus on that you could probably help with a lot of things but I mean I have no explanations on why they would want one thing legal and one thing not well I I, I, we hit upon it earlier a lot of it's cultural and and religious space again it's it's, um, you know Again, weed, uh, marijuana, and other drugs, that's considered, you know, hardcore, well, harder, or obviously marijuana is not as hard, but it's, it's considered, oh, that's sinful to, to smoke those. Those are extra sinful, so to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, culturally speaking, where we're used to that, it's still some of that puritanical, but now from a more political, slightly more cynical viewpoint, uh, don't forget about the tobacco lobby industry. Mm-hmm. You know, remember the, was it back in was it the '90s where they went before Congress and there was a yep. hearing about how bad. The, let's not forget about them. Uh, I remember when I was in Washington D.C. Uh, on behalf of, as, a, as a delegate for Nebraska's for Peace. This was an environmental thing. This is back in 2002. Literally, we were going into the, at the time it was Senator Ben Nelson and Senator Hagel. Literally, we and and. and in the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C., our small delegate from Nebraska's for Peace, uh, we went into uh, the U.S. Capitol building. We waited our turn. Went, and this was Hagel, Chuck Hagel, former U.S. Senator, went into his office. We were waiting in the, the little, the, uh, there's a lobbying group that were with him already. He got up and I saw his ass walking down the hallway, Senator Chuck Hagel. I was like, isn't that Senator Hagel? But we're supposed to be talking to him. Out comes of the room is the beer lobbyist. And they walked mm-hmm. out of there, oh, you know. And then Hagel, Senator Hagel, had one of his aides talk to us. Mm-hmm. Beer. Now that that's that's okay. So 
fighting, uh, uh, fighting, uh, uh, trying to. Now he's a Republican, so keep that in mind. We were there to help try to stop nuclear spent nuclear uh, uh, fuel, uh, the 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 the, um, the remnants of nuclear waste being shipped across the United States. That was our goal for being there. But he didn't have time to sit with us, but he had time to sit with the beer lobbyists. And again, we talked about beer, alcohol, and that is a drug. He had, Senator Hagel had time to sit with them, but not with us. Mm. Just think, mm. think about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, remember, right. he, I remember seeing him walking down the hall right before we showed up. And, and he had an aide talk to us, but he was there for the beer lobbyists. So don't forget about, uh, and so, uh, Jana, so this is partially the response to what you're saying about uh, what you, what what, um, what uh, Jerome was asking you about, like well, why we think that why is one set of drugs just, it's because partially because the cultural, partially because of religion, but it's also because of the the lobbyist effort from the respective industries, the beer lobbyists I mentioned that, and of course the tobacco lobbyists. Okay, so here's the thing I want to know. How would you like? I know what I would do, but what if they just said one day, you know what? We're going to do a prohibition on, on, on caffeine. <laughs> I, I, I would be in trouble. You cannot <laughs> take my morning coffee from me. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just, but I think if you, if you guys would listen to me, you kind of understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, okay. I know what cocaine, ecstasy, you know, we the side effects that it does on you. See, we all know that, okay? But what I'm saying is, you you can't. What America likes to do is because you know Amer America was built on hypocrisy. America was built on hypocrisy. Just point blank, period. It was, but it's just very hypocritical for okay, these are illegal. Even though alcohol is probably the most, more, most potent, potent drug you probably do is probably alcohol more than anything because that goes straight to your blood, your bloodstream and it hits you a lot faster is alcohol. But that, and you know how much, you know, do you know how much, you know, how many people alcohol kills a year? And don't it, forget about lip, don't forget about cirrhosis, by the way. Right, right. So it, you see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, the ones that kill the most are the legal ones. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, isn't that it's ironic? Yeah, yeah. A, but the ones that that mean that if you take too much, of course, it's going to kill you, or if you do too much, you know. But but for for the most part, overdoses are very very low. Per, per capita, to, it's not as bad. Per yeah, it's, it's very it's very very low. But you hear about it the most, right? But every day you want to look on the news, you hear about a drunk driver hitting someone. You hear about somebody dying from lung cancer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just. So, which one is it? So, I can't kill myself faster or slower? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to well, pick that, the faster. And, and again, it goes to the lobbyist effort and, and to those who are in the movement, because uh, I'm not involved in, in any of this. You know, it's, it's, I'm just a casual observer when it comes to this, this issue, quite frankly. But to those who, who do take it seriously, um, it, it's up to those, like I said, I, I, that anecdote I told you about when I was in D.C. and saw the beer lobbyist, 
they're they they show up at you know the um, that was in the U.S. Capitol, and you know they're doing at the state capitals too. So it's, it's it's up to those who want to you know you have to be just as just as dogged in your effort as as those for the tobacco industry and the alcohol industry. Mm. Mm. That's interesting, Joseph. Before I change subject, you want to say anything else about that, uh, Gina? Anything else you want to say, sweetie? No, we can go on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to ask this question. I want to get this in because you know I really, I very really have you two on on the podcast at the same time. So I wanted to get both of you guys' opinions, and it's kind of kind of off topic what we were talking about, but I definitely got to hear you two at the same time. Okay. Me and Joe Seth talk about this on on our future uh, on our other podcast. So we'll let Jenna answer this first, Joe Seth. No, um, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So um remember I talked to Jenna about this too. So I talked to both of y'all about it, but it was on separate podcasts. Now I want to get to where we're out here so we had this discussion. The Will Smith Chris Rock slap. I know it's been a while and everything else. Yeah. Um, right. Um, as y'all know what y'all both and I told y'all about Will Smith apologizing, right? And I remember I spoke to both of y'all that I don't know if I would accept it because it took him way too long to do it. It's, it's you know that's how I feel. Now since you're all three of us are on here now, I want to hear both you guys, Janet. You, obviously, you're going to go first about how you feel about do you accept it? Do you not accept it? Or do you accept it and move on? And you are you saying what the hell with you, man? You should have did what you did. I'm done. You know I will never accept your apology. Or what? Go ahead, Gina. Just well, you accept it and move on. <laughs> um, like I said before, first of all, I don't know what their friendship is because if they're not friends, I mean, who? I mean, accepting an apology just means okay, I accept it, and you do need to move on. Like, what are you gonna do? Just hold on to being mad that you got slapped? I, I don't understand that part. But go, yes, accept it and move on because at the end of the day, you weren't, it's not like he was perfect and didn't initiate anything. Yes, Will Smith went and slapped him. He apologized for it. He's not perfect. Right. But see, but the problem I have it, it's just the timing of it. Because remember, we talked, uh, Jana and I said, when you know when you when you're really sorry, you feel it right away. You don't feel it, you know, two or three months down the road. I mean, he he accepted his award, didn't say sorry then. And from from what Joe says told me, him and his wife were partying all night, like you know, like nothing really happened. So you should have said, but then two or three months later, you want to say, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, he said he's not ready to talk to me, um, but when he's ready to talk, I'll be here. Well, it's like will. I mean. You're two to three months. <laughs> it happened two or three months ago. You know what I'm saying? So is it genuine? Like I said, is it genuine? Or it's because, you, you, you know, you're losing movie parts and other things or whatever. What about you, Joseph? Well, I, I was waiting to make sure Jana got her saying that. Uh, but like you you're right. We talked about this fairly recently, actually. And uh, just to rehearse uh, or re reprise just a little bit of what I said to you on, on, on that podcast. I, uh, 
Yeah, maybe it's a male thing. Maybe it's a personality thing, Jana. I, I am, yeah, I would be pissed off if someone did slap me, like, under the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, right. not, not to be the dead horse, dead horse twice or whatever. Yes, um, uh, it was done. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, it was a joke, just a joke. Chris Rock has the First Amendment right to tell a joke. And so long as you're not yelling fire in a, in a crowded theater, you know, if, to, to use the analogy, you're okay. You're covered by the Constitution. No matter how much you like it, it does not justify assault. That's what was assault, okay? So there, to those who may not know or who are listening to this podcast. Anyway, with that said, now, moving on about the whether or not um, Chris Ross should accept the, the apology. Um, I, like I said to you, uh, I think it was like last week or a couple weeks ago, Jerome, when we talked about this. I'm... My personality is I, I hold on to grudges. I know I shouldn't be this way, but the truth is you might as well just just be real with yourself and just just be truthful to how you are. Truthfully speaking, and I understand what you're saying, Jana, that you don't understand that. It's like, uh, and some people, and it could be a male thing, but I hold grudges a long time, especially because he was disrespected internationally on the stage. And by the way, he lost a little bit of his hearing in his, in his ear of the side of the space where he, where Chris Rock was slapped. So then, then even though he, even though Chris Rock, they're both obviously multimillionaires, he still had a medical bill to say nothing of losing a little bit of his, uh, his hearing. So I, that's just me personally. I know I shouldn't be that way, but I am. I, I hold on to grudges and, and it is true that uh, what you said, uh, Jerome, they, according, not because I said it, uh, it's what I read. I, I read and heard it on TV. I, I had two, two different sources, two or three different sources. They went out to go party in the after Oscar or the after Oscars uh, event. They went to go dance. They went and go dancing. So that to me, that does not sound like a person who's contrite of slapping somebody. To me, I if I had done if I said something inappropriate, uh, let's say it's somebody at work. Sometimes that would bug me at home. It's like, oh man, I hope I don't get. I hope I don't get fired because I, I shouldn't have said that to that customer. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I, I just I don't feel like you know being funny, right? That's me. I but and they go out dancing the same night. That does mm -hmm. not sound like an. But okay, but like I said to you before, both of these guys, their business is their name. Okay, mm -hmm. it's, it's Chris Rock. That's his business. Is Will Smith? That's his business. It's just like me as a, it's just an indie author, and I'm nowhere anything like that. But Joseph Moore, mm -hmm. as a science fiction author, that's my business. So I, I it's not, it's not, uh, you know, I don't, you know, even though I do have a, a morning job, which I won't say where it is, but I do clock in and clock out. I do have a morning job. But my business as a science fiction author is not like me working for someone else. It's important that I be careful with my name because right. it's my business. So it's the same with them. So for for the sake of Chris Rock, screw uh, uh, Will Smith, quite frankly. What he did was inexcusable, in my personal opinion. For his wife, yeah. regardless of what. But for Chris Rock, it would look like he's being, the, the media and other people will say, Chris Rock is being petty. He should just forgive him and give him a hug. We need to heal. That's another popular word these days. We need to heal and all this other stuff. 
I just, I, I'm sorry. To me, when, when maybe it's because if, if, if excuse me, if, if Will Smith and his wife had not gone dancing that night, maybe it's like, well, you know, maybe they went home and he had to think about it. Maybe that, but when I see, uh, when I hear about information, I want the evidence. When I hear information like that, that shows you your mindset that you were not contrite. That is to say, those who don't know what that word means, you're, you're deeply sorry, basically. That shows you his mindset. And like you said, Jerome, what, three months has passed and now, oh, maybe I should apologize. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. That's just bullshit. You, you that's, got what, a that's the way I look at it. You got a rebuttal, Gina? No, I'm not. I'm not defending. No, no, no. So, I'm saying, do you have do you have a rebuttal to it? That's what I'm asking, sweetie. Like, um, I I understand what you guys are saying about holding on to grudges. I I mean, I definitely have done that in the past. Uh, but for like, since I don't know their relationship, and that's what I also said, depending on their relationship, is if you're going to accept an apology or not. Mm-hmm. For, first of all, because if you guys had a friendship, I would expect you guys to be able to end up working that out. But if you guys didn't really have a friendship, then no, he really doesn't have to accept his po- apology. But to me, whether you accept it or not, that I don't think that's, in my opinion, it doesn't change the way that I see Chris Rock in my, like, if you don't accept Will Smith's apology, I'm not going to be mad at you, you know, like, and for Will Smith, I don't think that you were right to to do that. And I think you're going to get the consequences for that. I really think he needs to do some uh, mental checks on what's going on, where his mentality is at. Because like you said, Joseph, you know, something is going on. Because why would you even, in the position that you are as, um, you know, as a movie star, actor, business owner, name, brand, why would you even put yourself in that position? You should have yep. got him walked out instead of gotten up and slapped him. Yeah, that's true. Can I say real quick? Uh, that's a good point. If I may, real quick, he that's he should have just either just walked out. That's a good he as in Will Smith. Uh, yes. Supposedly Chris Chris Rock quote unquote insulting his wife, um, basically roasting. I'm gonna use the word roasting. Sometimes you know I know you know anyway. Um, it's just a joke. In the end, regardless of what, it's just a joke. And, and if anybody's if anybody's seen or sat through any kind of uh, uh, stand-up comedy, that there are many roaches, uh, 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 roasters. Uh, roasting it to those who don't know is when you're you you. I went to one roast in my entire life, and it's it's just when you take a friend and you just insult them, but in a funny way, sarcastically, and you you're ha- it's all in fun. Okay, so basically it was just a mini roast. That's all of what it was, and now because. Will Smith couldn't apparently control himself and wasn't disciplined. Now look at that situation. All for that. For for something that he was not a threat to anyone else. He as mm-hmm. in Chris Rock. Right. So, okay, so the thing is now, like we all talked about this before, when it comes to J.D. Pickett filing for divorce, you know, excuse me, filing for divorce and 
I think I said 85% of the problems I think in that marriage is because of her. I think she's a narcissist. I think she's uh she is a um I think she's manipulative. I think she's um obviously I, I as pretty as she is and as gorgeous as she is, I don't think Jay Pick is a good person. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I don't think she's a good person because everybody, like I said, Will Smith is damn near perfect. He damn, I mean, before this happened, he was damn near a perfect human being. You know what I mean? Not perfect. You guys know what I mean when I say that, right? Yeah, you, you didn't read about it. You didn't read about him in the tabloid yeah. or, you know, Nothing. him doing stupid mm-hmm. things like other actors. Like, right. with, real quick, like, like uh, uh, what's that guy's name from, um, who played uh, The Flash, that most recent, uh, Ezra, Ezra Miller. You, you don't read, you know, the guy who's, uh, to those, just Google Ezra Miller, trust me. He's he's the guy who plays the, 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 uh, the Flash in the movie. But not the TV show. But the movies, but you read about him, the, the the cultish stuff that he does. The point is, you don't hear about Will Smith doing things like that, right? Yeah. So that, that's that's, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just buttressing what you're saying, uh, J- Jerome. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. So as far as like um, Will Smith, uh, like I said, he was damn near perfect, pretty much. And so Jada. Even in this divorce, is trying to. That's why I say she's a narcissist. Is trying to play victim, like, oh, the marriage is so bad, and I think it's because because of, because of Will. That's why I'm going to divorce him. And we all know to be true how 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 she is. So she had an entanglement with August Alcina, which we all know about. That's what you want to call it, an entanglement. Basically, it's called you know saying it's. She done did everything to this man, and still was to act like the victim. In the divorce, because she's filing for divorce. It's not Will. So, oh, so, I didn't real. I didn't realize she was filing a divorce. I did not know that. Yeah, she's filing for I divorce. I had heard the rumors, but I was unable to verify the facts. Like, yeah, she yeah, me, me look it up. But um, even even so, of course, of course, anybody that never acknowledges um, their own issues is is yeah kind of being a narcissist <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. you think uh-huh. that and she is by the way she speaks but i mean i don't know what we can do about that that's who she is and she's gotten the way she says it you know she's gotten more in tune with herself so if she wants to just be her and herself, then I guess then it's just going to be her and herself. See, and here's the thing that, that that let's do a little timeline, okay? So, okay, the first thing is, like in the past two years, not, I can't go back to their whole marriage, it'd be too long, but um, the first thing she did, she had this so-called entanglement with August Asina, right? Had Will Smith on the Red Table Talk, okay? told him about it, obviously for ratings, because you know that it just boosted her ratings. That's why she did it. And so you're going to get on me. You're going to embarrass me as a man, as a husband, as a human being, about how you had sex with this young boy in my house. So the whole world can see. Okay? That's one thing. Then she goes on. She's going on these these shows talking about how Will couldn't pleasure her when they first started having sex or whatever. He couldn't pleasure her and everything else. That's number two, the second thing to, you know, demasculate him. 
The third thing is she also said, um, when, you know, when Will went up there and slapped Chris, you know, Chris Rock, I didn't need him to do that. I didn't want him to do that. You know, um, he went on his own. I, I'm a strong woman. I can defend myself. I don't need him. You know what I'm saying? Well, woman, hey, honey, if you're that strong, why didn't you grab his arm and say, oh, honey, don't do that. Not here. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, ex exactly. I like that. That's an excellent point right there. So, it was, and then, which, which is fine, but that's what I was saying. Like, in, in earlier podcast, I, I told Joseph this. If it's that bad, for you, Will, that you, you know, I think he really wanted to slap her and not, you know, Chris Rock. I think he really wanted to slap Jada. I really believe that he wanted to slap Jada. But if, if you put you in situations where you're reacting like this and just get a divorce. Yeah. Then get a divorce. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is, is your marriage more important than your own happiness? I wouldn't think so. Or your own mental health to the point where you're getting up, slapping people. So the whole it, world is nobody worth your mental health. Right. Um, That's what I'm saying. Get a divorce. Get a divorce. And ahead, guys, it's, it's not it's, it's why, not the first time. That's why it's his, it's on him. Anybody that's in any type of narcissistic or abusive type relationship, they gotta take the stance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you could say it all you want because just check this out. How we're feeling. Don't you think he has close personal friends over all these years that ain't been telling him the same stuff? Yeah, uh, I'm sure they have. Right. And, and speaking of which, I, it's not the first time he's done this, guys. If, if, you go, if you Google or go to YouTube, I have I've forgotten all about this. And it's, it's not to the same extent as the way that Will Smith slapped um, uh, Chris Rock. But I had seen this years ago. It's something like almost 10, it's like eight years ago. There was some guy, um, he was, uh, Will Smith was doing an engagement or something, some kind of engagement. And a lot of people around, it's, it's a video. You'll probably see it on YouTube. And so it's, I think it was around like 20, um, 2018 or something like 2015, wherever it was. Anyway, uh, and this guy, I guess he was a fan. He just like kind of comes up to, Will Smith and and not a white guy, but kind of like I don't know, Middle Eastern or Latino or something like that, dark hair, kind of brownish skin. But anyway, he's like following Will Smith and he tried to like get his attention, uh, Will Smith's attention, or try to hug him. And Will Smith just like kind of pushes him away and starts to walk away. But then Will Smith turns around towards the guy, even though he was walking away from him, and just like gently makes it like tries to slap him but not as hard but gently flings out his hand as if to try to slap him I, and i recommend to the the you guys and also listeners of the podcast google it uh, and google it and you know it'll come up on youtube or something but i i've seen it somewhere and i have forgotten all about that because i had seen that situation years ago oh wow so I, I, I knew about that yes absolutely i have forgotten all about that I think he has a habit of slapping, and I wonder if he did that with uh, Jada Pinka Smith. I wonder if he did that to her over the years because mm. he looked too comfortable. Right. He looks like he's a bit too comfortable slapping people. Mm. Well, um, well, then if that's the case, he should have slapped her for having sex with that boy in his in his home, in their home. Mm. 
I mean, wow. I don't condone. I, I don't. I don't condone putting your hands on women for any reason. I just don't condone it whatsoever. But I'm. I'm just saying, man. They're just. But I just. I just were. If that were me, I were just like I were. I wouldn't even say anything. I just pack my stuff and go. But that's what I'm saying. But to do that and, and on the red table talk, that's the name of her show. To do that and and you know what I'm saying, Jana, to make it so publicly to say, yeah, I slept with August Alcina. Now the whole world knows. Just so we can get some ratings. So you know what I'm saying? So his heartbreak, his embarrassment, and everything else is on display for the whole world to see, just so you can get some ratings. Do you see how narcissistic she is? Like it's it it and then when he he does it, you don't you don't even have the man's back when he so called slaps somebody in your honor, and you don't have his back. Like I believe she is an evil person. I just do not like. I used to love Jada Pickett Smith before she you know before she got married to Will, and she and she also remember she also said she didn't really want to marry him. Why did she so, marry him then? Her mom, she said her mom made her, or, 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 or oh, you know, but she made her mom feel bad about that too because she never, she was like, dang, I didn't feel like I was forcing you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's a grown, she's a grown ass woman, when, no one can force her to marry somebody. And she was like, yeah, I wanted you guys to get married, but she was like, but the way that Jada made it seem like, like her mom pretty much forced her to, or like, you know, like pushing her down the aisle pretty much but she was like dang i she was like i was happy for you but i didn't she was like i didn't think it like you know i was the forcing you yeah Forcer. you know like she was making it seem like she was a 14 year old bride you know I, I say more than, more than point, she can't force a, an adult woman to get married if she doesn't want to at least not in this country anyway you know right. But that's okay, guys. So that's what I'm saying about when, when it comes to their, their marriage and relationship. Like, we don't know what really goes on between them. You know, we don't know, obviously. But it's from from the outside looking in, it just seems like to me, it you know, that he's totally in love with her, but she don't really love him. That's, that's what it from, sounds like. From the outside looking in, that's what it feels like. But at the same time, and I, Janet, you know, say you kind of convinced me tonight. A lot of that's on Will, then. You know what I'm saying? Because why would you stay in a marriage like that if you if if, if all these emotions and mental and emotional things that happen to you from this woman, then why are you staying in a marriage? I would agree with you on that. I would. That's on Will. You know. You know? When your mind got you, you can't take my mind. You know. Cannot take my mind. One of my right. teachers tells me that, like, you can have anything and everything of mine except my mind. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that you can't have. So, well, I, I starts, would say they can't have anything of mine, I uh, mean, my mind or, or tangible or otherwise. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, if you had to take it for me to have some peace, take it. But you ain't taking my mind. You're not going to be putting me down on TV. You're not going to compromise my career. You're not going to have me looking like a fool. You know what I mean? Like, there, mm-hmm. you should have some type of limit that you have placed. I understand wanting to stay together till death do you part. But dang it, sometimes stuff happens. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys feel about the letter that Willow so-called wrote to Tupac? About will you please come back 
so mommy can be happy. You know, she, you know, she's really, really, we both really, really miss you. I don't think she said we both. She said she really, really misses you. And I want to see her mom happy. She said, can you please, please come back? Like, what do y'all think about that letter that she's writing to a man that she never knew? And she didn't even exist or wasn't even thought of when he was alive. I'm, I'm sorry. What letter is this? I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm lost on this okay. one. I'm sorry. Okay. Willow wrote a letter to Tupac. To Tupac. Because Tupac and Jada were really good friends. And um, that I guess they were like the best of friends. And so Willow uh, wrote a letter when she was a little kid. Hey, his, his daughter. Yeah, yes. Willow. Yeah. So Willow wrote, Will you please come back to mommy soon, wherever you are? Mommy's been really, really sad since she's been gone. Will you please come back to so mommy can be happy and so we all can be happy? Now, this is my daughter writing about another man that she don't even know. Where would his daughter get that information from? You see what I'm saying? Like, where would she get that from? Obviously, <laughs> Jada telling her, you're right. right you, you, it's funny. It is funny. No, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but I, I no, see, no, where, no, I think I see where you're going. No, laugh it up. It's funny. So my daughter is writing to about another man coming back to make my wife happy. My daughter. Yeah, I, I, see, my, what I see what you're saying. So, and you already know, he was already jealous of Tupac when they first got together. Yeah, he admitted that. Yeah, he said, I felt very insecure about Tupac. I thought I wasn't manly enough, tough enough, you know, compared to him. And the thing was crazy, Tupac wasn't even messing with her like that. Tupac wanted nothing, you know what I'm saying? They were just friends, the Tupac guys. Well, so right, that, that, that we know of. Right. No, no, Tupac, no, no, no. Like the outlaws, Tupac's group, they said, no, they were just platonic friends on Tupac's side. Tupac never touched her. Tu you know, Tupac okay. never touched her. Now, now, I'm pretty sure she might have wanted more, you know, Joseph, you know what I'm saying? But Tupac, he said he never crossed that line with her. But okay. so, but what I'm saying is, why is it that my daughter is writing about a man that she didn't even know? So what does that, that mean? That is now that you now that you put it that way, I didn't think that. I mean, I, I've never known anything about the letter. I, I I didn't know anything about it. But with you're describing the situation, that does seem kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Joe said so. Where is she getting information from about Tupac? Uh, uh, she probably got it from firsthand. She probably saw some stuff. Right, right like her mother. Or obviously, her mother's yeah, talking probably, to her. I'm saying, no, because you know remember, Willow, Willow wasn't even born. In yeah, right. Oh, right. okay. Thank yeah, you. So I, I told you I didn't know anything. Thank you, Jane. I, I don't know anything about this. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so what, 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 what me and Jane are saying is, obviously, Jada's talking to Willow and talking about Tupac to Willow. You see what I'm saying? Obviously, she's doing it. Willow don't know who this man is. And what? And the thing is crazy to write a letter like that. What is she doing telling her daughter if you know how much happier she would be if Tupac came back to her? Really? I just, I don't know from, from, you know, I guess from a daughter who's been in that position, if you're talking about being unhappy so much with my dad, how do you even really feel about me? Right. That's a, that's no way. That you're, you talk uh -huh. so bad about my dad that I have to write someone who's dead. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you, I mean, like I said, I that's kind of, that's a little saying, on the weird side. 
you know that like that's just beyond like to me that's just beyond crazy you know I've I don't understand write I... letters that help get over things but how do you for if Jada was writing to him that'd be one thing that could be her own thing yeah, yeah. knew him right. but for like your, your daughter child, right your daughter who wasn't even born in mm-hmm. around his time that's that's crazy but how do you that's what I'm saying but how do you, that makes will feel they, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Well, it makes you kind of, it makes you, me kind of wonder if that was uh, like a a little theater going on, perhaps. You know, right. using your kids to get at your right, you know, like you know, like I would agree. I would agree. Intentionally trying to hurt hurt you in some way. Right. I would agree. Yeah. I I, I would definitely agree, y'all. I mean, yeah, that is that is a very great point because I I, I think to the point where it is. Like in, in Will's book, which I read already, in Will's book. Oh, okay. He, yeah, you know, he, he said he was very insecure about Tupac. He was already insecure. So the man's passed and he's, you know, he's dead and gone. And you're still hearing things from your daughter about Tupac. That has to hurt, man. That, you know what I'm saying? Because you know he's not going to do anything to his daughter, of course. Man, I, it, can, can I say this real quick? Speaking as, 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 a, as an African American man, and I'm saying that on purpose, man. I, I, you know, because a lot of people these days are they're scared, they're almost scared to say, you know, male, female, male. But I, I am a man. I am a male. Okay, so I'm saying, okay, as a as a black male, as an African American man, who is a working class guy, I'm not impoverished. I'm a little better than I was before, but just tiny bit better. I see a successful black man like Will Smith. And this guy is insecure about another guy. All the multi-millions, all the millions of dollars this guy is. He's well known throughout the world. Successful three three ways, actually, as an actor, as a comedian, and as a rapper. Yeah. He's successful all this beautiful wife, and he still is insecure. I don't understand that. That's that's your own mental health issues. <laughs> that's yeah, you not loving so. yourself. And but, you can see that in this relationship because um I just had to look it up just to you know verify. Willow Tupac was dead what four years before yep, Willow was even born. Nineteen ninety six. Yeah. And she was born in two thousand. So mm-hmm. you you that's just that's crazy and that's twisted and if you were insecure then all yeah. the stuff that she's doing now like how are how is he feeling now right that's no. what that, right it like it, it it's to the point where man it's just like jada like what more do you want from the man that that's a what, divorce what, that should have happened a long time years ago, ago right yes. Joe said, i totally agree I totally told you agree. Toxic but, relationship. Right, but but the thing which was this is what we're going to how we're going to do this. But the one thing that you're not going to do is you're not going to take me on a red table talk to tell me how you was uh effing some 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 young boy that was my my son our son's friend in my house. You're not going to do that. You're not going to get on radio on other podcasts and tell me how I couldn't satisfy you because you know when we first got yeah. together. You are I, not. I, I I would not. I would not stand for that. I I can't even imagine. I'm going to tell you what you ain't going to do. 
you ain't going to be sitting here and telling everybody that that your mom pretty much forced you to marry me so the whole world can see these are these things you ain't going to do okay because we're rich not because i set it off we're rich because of i am legend and independence day and bad boys and everything <laughs> else. You know what I'm saying? Jada, she got some little money. I, I give her that. Jada got a little bit of money, but they're mega rich because of Will. You you ain't, there's just some things you ain't about to do to me on no public forum. But even right. if they, but even if they weren't, even if they were working class like me or whatever, just I I don't this is yours, you you know about this far more than I do, Jerome and, and Jana, both of you do. But it just just like it's, I have been through a divorce. And uh, without going to details, just because, you know, I don't want to, you know, Eric, but I honestly, I felt, you know, you, we talked about this a little bit, uh, Jerome. Uh, we just simply, uh, we, no one got hit or anything like, you know, got physically uh, abusive or verbally abusive or anything like that. We just, I became an atheist and my ex-wife didn't like that. And, you know, I got too much caught up in, in my activism and, and getting a little, you know, in trouble while doing it. She didn't like that. So it's, it's just, we, we just grew apart. Okay. That's simple. Okay. So I've been through a divorce and I know how that is, but you, life goes on. It's, you know, it's, it, and I, I guess, you know, and I, for me, I have to admit, I try to hold on a little longer than I should have. So maybe that's what Will Smith is basically going through, I guess. Right. But, but that's, but, I don't know. To me personally, I'm built because you know me, like you, Joe said, I hold grudge too, like you were saying. I hold grudge, yeah. I hold grudge for right. a long time. Like I may never forgive you. That's just because I, I got a photographic memory. Yeah. So that's why for me, it's hard to me forgive people because because so, my memory is photographic. So all I can remember is how I felt at the time, whatever you did to me. That's all I, that's all I remember is how I felt at the time. That's why it's really hard for me to forgive. Well, I, I can tell you how I felt and I can tell you the details. Right. Along with how I felt. That's how I'm I'm just being real. I know I shouldn't be like that, but I am. Right. So like it, it, that's what see, that's what bothers me. So that's fine. Listen, Jada, as soon as she would have said, that's why I said I'm built different. If, as soon as she would have said, Yeah, I, I, my mom pretty much convinced me to marry him because I really didn't want to do it. I'm gone. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the 20-something years they've been together, whatever. She said it the nice way, because she, she made it seem like she was like a mail-order bride or something. Yeah, that's how she made it sound. Uh -huh. So, okay. Yeah, that's how she made it sound. So I'm like, okay. No, let's... What, what, why are we together? We're both rich. You don't need your money. I don't need yours. Okay, let's just co or Well, you can't co-parent because the kids are grown now, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? That's even more reason why, okay, our kids are grown. We could have been divorced. We could have been divorced. That's just my personal opinion. We, you know what I'm saying? That's fine. They're yeah. supposed to have an open marriage or whatever. Okay, I mean, if it's open, then you two, you know, not yeah. being together should be well, so that's, hard. That's a good, I didn't realize that either. If, if, you, if you agree... If a couple agrees to have an open marriage, then just be prepared to, to take what goes with that. You know? Right. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Just be prepared. I did not realize that. Yeah. That's what here's the thing, though, Joe says. Well, if you got an open marriage, that's pretty much basically you're just pretty much single but married. That's pretty yeah. much what that is. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So 
So being divorced shouldn't be that difficult then. It Good shouldn't point. be. If you got Good an open point. marriage. Okay, so that's <laughs> fine. You know, you seeing somebody, I'm seeing somebody. And I guess they're swingers too. That's from what I've heard. I heard they're swingers. Oh, apparently so. <laughs> well, I, 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 mean, I mean, I guess technically in open marriage, that's exactly what you're doing. Well, all yeah. right, so I, I'm, I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, just be prepared for that kind of lifestyle. There, there may be some, you know, latent, uh, uh, shall we say, psychological effects you may not have thought through. But right. I mean, no, I don't think when there's anything agree. wrong. With it. Right. Right. But just be prepared. That's apparently sounds like one of them wasn't. I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing in in, in his book, um, he also wrote where he um, when they first got married that she wanted the open marriage. He didn't really want it. He wanted a traditional marriage, but he loved her so much that he said, okay, we'll just have to, you know, I got to be married to her and just have to have an open marriage because that's what she wants. So, um, like I said, man, Will Smith, and like I said, you could just tell that he just has a genuinely good heart. You could just tell he does. He's just, like I said, he's just naturally a good person. And I really believe that she was poisoned by this black widow. And that's why he's yeah, acting How are you going to call her a black widow? <laughs> that she is a black widow. <laughs> Except the poison she manipulates. But in the end, he stayed He stayed in the marriage. Even if he, he didn't feel quite comfortable with the way it was going, he made the choice to stay, ultimately. Well, you know? well, from, from reports, not to cut you off, Jane, I didn't mean to do that, but from reports... They 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 separated for a while. Hmm. They separated for a while. Yeah. I did. See, I told you I didn't follow this close at all. I just I read a little bit of stuff and I just, I saw just like headlines and so I, I don't know the details like you guys do about this. I did not know that. Well, yeah, yeah they, the separation. That's when the entanglement happened. Oh, and yeah, I did hear. Yes, you're right, Janet. That's right. Well, but then why is it such an issue if they're separated? Well, because 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 Will Will was never all the way down with the separation. Okay, he may not have been down with it, but the the fact right, thing so is, you are separated. <laughs> he's just, he was pretty much just trying to do anything to keep her happy trying to do anything to accommodate her to make yeah. her happy bend to her will of whatever she wants so well, she can be he, happy I, thank you that makes sense now well in the end I guess it doesn't matter because she's I, apparently according to you guys filed divorce so after all yeah, I don't that know. I don't like I said happened. I don't know about the divorce but even oh. if, even so I think that you know if they did good good to them because to me it would be time because yeah. I just don't understand how her as a wife, you're supposed to be a wife, and all you do is put down put down your husband. Like I just don't yeah. understand it. How aren't you supposed to support him? And vice okay. versa, if I'm, if I'm right. Him. Okay, so let me let me add this twist to it, Joseph. And I know I know Jenny probably knows about this. Okay, um, August I said he's an R and B artist. Okay, that's who she had an entanglement with. That's what she called right. whatever. He came over there because he's a, he's a lot younger, a lot younger than her. Like he's barely 21 years old, 22, something like that. But he came over there because he was mentally 
and physically sick. He that's why they came and he moved in with them because he was, I, I don't know if it was abuse or something like that, but he was mentally and physically sick and he was getting weaker and weaker by the day. So they said, come stay with us so we can build you back up and get you back out there. So she pretty much preyed on one of her son's friends, her son's friend. Think about that. Hmm. He's not a, he's not like like a random dude she met. It's her son's friend. <laughs> okay, all right. Now let me let me let me let me add this thing to it, which is wrong. Now let's reverse that. Let's reverse that. Imagine if Will did that to oh, one of his daughter's yeah. friends. Okay, yeah. right. You know, do you right. imagine what what he would have took the heat he would have took in the media and everything else had he did that to one of her daughter's oh. friends? That's what I mean about. About media being biased, that it, it would have been another. It would have been a, not to the same scale, of course, but yeah. it would have been another R. Kelly situation. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, what's the difference between Jada Pinkett and R. Kelly? What's the difference? Uh, the the volume. Well, I, well, well the volume, and, and I believe that this kid is still an adult, no matter though that he's right, younger but, than her. Right. That's I, I, that's a very important point right there, James. Right, very, because... Very, very important point. <laughs> okay, cool. Let, okay, let's switch gears to that then. Oh, boy, let's talk about Mr. R. Kelly. Now, the 30 years he got. Was it too much time, Jana? You're a mother. Was it too much time? No. You don't think so? No. 30 years, okay. What about you, Joseph? 30 years he got for what he did. Yeah, and, we, and we talked about, like you said, we talked about this before, um, 30 years, I mean, when I said to, and I, it's, it's pretty much the same, my response is kind of the same as the last time. Um, 30 years of, for, and, but, okay, and I asked you if this wasn't, and I forgot to look it up, whether or not this was a class action uh, legal situation where you, you combine all the cases and you, you just put them, lump them all into one case uh, just for logistical reasons. And we didn't know at the time, and I, I forgot to look it up. Uh, but anyway, but 30 years for, I, I I don't remember how many victims. Do you guys know about how many? Was it? No, there's not really a, a number. I don't, I don't know the total number, but I know that it was in the double digits. So, yeah. oh, so that's, <laughs> that's part. You're, you're doing more than 10. So yeah. No, yeah. it's not like it was just one one person one time. Yeah. And, and and he's he's about he's about I think he's slightly older than me uh, mid fifties I'm in my early fifties uh, something like that or late fifties so basically especially for African American males African American males on average thirty years that's basically the rest of his life right so so right. I, I I guess I guess I would say that's you know under the circumstances fair okay all right now I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit because I'm an R Kelly fanatic. But having two daughters, I, I don't like. If he did, especially I would. I think he probably did. I don't like any of it. Okay, but play devil's advocate though. Okay, there are murderers that don't get that much time. True. Yeah. Absolutely. So these people that are killing and these women that he abused and everything else, you know, um, they at least got a chance to recover or have some semblance of, of a normal life. But this but, is also a repeated offender. And see, and that's what I was trying to tell Joseph, uh, Jana. I really believe he got that much time because he got away with it in 2008. Like, he got away with it. Remember when he peed on that little 14-year-old girl, supposedly? Because right. now she's testified against him in Chicago. She's testified against him. 
in Chicago now. And he like paid the family off and just yeah. say that it wasn't her. Well, that's the thing. I honestly believe he got 30 years, and, I, and this is just my opinion, but I really think it's going to be true. He got that, that much time because, wow, you get away with it, fool, and you want to go back but, to court? It's, I, a, I, really? def- it's, it's not just that one incident he may have got away with, but just think of all of the women that were there and part of it that got him that 30 years. It wasn't just, you know... I, I guess murders who get less time, they're not doing a mass murder. Yeah, but it, all it takes is one and you get in life. Some, but and most but also, don't, don't forget about double jeopardy. So even even whatever you, he went through, whatever court system situation he went through back in 2008 cannot apply to what's going on today. No, no, already- no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in a court of public opinion that they were like, oh, oh hell no. like you're stupid. Like, see, most a logical person, and I know that pedophiles and predators have a different way of thinking. I know that they, they think differently, whatever. But you would think any rational human being, if you got one brain set on your head and said, Wow, I just dodged 30 years, you know what? I better leave this stuff alone, even though I got a problem. I, I will go get some counseling or something so I don't I don't go do this stuff again because I got it's got away with it. Nah, he dove right back in. <laughs> like, yeah. whoa, you know what I'm saying? I'm it's, gonna it's, dive right back in. A lot of it's because they have the it's kind of like the the um and of course I'm forgetting his name. The the, the guy who was uh, friends who who hung himself, he was friends with Trump. Are you talking about uh I don't know you're talking about Maxwell? The, the, the lady well, Maxwell, Maxwell the, that the, the 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 woman the, the yeah I know I know I can't think of his name what's his uh, name Jeffrey, talking about Jeff, Jeffrey why am I forgetting his name I know who you were talking what's his name Jana say so, um I don't know it's a Jewish last name it's a Jewish last name yeah he because he hung himself Epstein, Epstein. Epstein. Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, that's it. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot that. Anyway, um, they have the means, they have the money, they have the power. It's something that I don't relate with in all those levels, shall we say. Um, you know, I, I, I make enough to, you know, to pay bills and stuff like that. That's, you know, maybe a little tripper. That's that's basically it. Um, but, I, but so that's something, I guess it's a mindset that um, those who are rich and powerful, especially Mel, who are men, that they, I guess they just feel that they can just get away with a lot of stuff like this. Yeah. And and so I guess it doesn't dawn on them that they can actually get caught and have to suffer consequences. Because like, you, like, like, like you're basically saying, Jerome, why would you keep doing it? And you know you're going to get in trouble and you have to go to jail for it. And you know that's a possibility, but yet you continue it. Yeah, that's right. Fine. But okay, let me ask this then, guys. How how much do you? Because you know, there was other like he was such. They say he was so sick that he was having threesomes with like a twenty-two-year-old girl with a fourteen-year-old girl, and none of those women have been charged for anything with, with doing things with a minor or anything else. So, how do you guys feel about the parents that left their children with R. Kelly? Do you think they should get away scot-free? Because, I mean, they pretty much handed, you know, their daughter over to R. Kelly. 
Well, you, know, have to, you have to prove that they knew about well, his history. Right. Uh, I mean, everybody knows about R. Kelly's history. We're not going to sit here and pretend like nobody knows. Well, I, I actually, I, I didn't follow. I'm talking about years ago, not, not now, but years ago. Because, um, you know, he's he's talented, but I, I personally just didn't listen to R. Kelly. Just it's not my style of kind of music, to be honest with you. But, uh, of course, I knew who he, I heard of him and stuff. But I, I didn't know about his personal life. Well, yeah, well, but okay. And all, and the only I had heard about like the Aaliyah thing, but honestly, I heard anything else about R. Kelly, so I didn't know a whole lot. Well, yeah, okay. Well, as to say, eighty percent, at least four out of five people knew what R. Kelly, what his history was about, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, they knew too. But they were so in glamour of trying to get their their daughter, you know, I'm going to try, you know, he can make my daughter a star, you know, whatever, you know, everything else, though. And you leave him, you leave her with him. If you, if you have, if you're a daughter, if, 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 uh, um, if, if a prosecutor were able to prove that, then I see your point. But you'd have to show motivation. You'd have to show that the parents knew ahead of time. Well, 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 I'm saying, it, it, it because, like on. I said, well, my my of course my daughters weren't involved, but I didn't know. I heard about Aaliyah, but I hadn't heard about any other women or any other children at that time, so I wouldn't have been aware. So m other mothers may not have been aware, and yes, they were caught up in the glamour of yes, R. Kelly likes my daughter, but they weren't thinking, oh, he wants my daughter like that I would hope they didn't have no intentions of just selling their children over just to because it was R. Kelly but not but that's pretty much they did pretty much said okay who in the you hell don't what, know what, that no what 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 rational parent would take their daughter and even with any grown man anywhere outside of it being R. Kelly what 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 rational parent would do something like that because they were in those settings that that happens. Actors, okay. actor, young actresses, actors, they're left alone with adults that they are, think are responsible because that is that industry. You okay, you are in, in the music and entertainment industry. You think it's it, 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 we could tie in Michael Jackson to that. You guys think it's normal whether he's a celebrity or not to leave your child with a man. And, and they think everything's going to be okay. Well, no, really? I, yeah, and again, we talked about this that like earlier, and when I first started podcasting with you, Jerome. No, I, obviously, no. That's a huge. Even if uh, now again, Michael Jackson, he he was acquitted. Let's just you know, yeah. da da da, and all this other stuff. So he was acquitted. So with that Kelly. said, good point. With that said, it still was stupid of Michael Jackson to do that. Shares right. with, if it's true. It it's provide, not, provided not, right, that right. true. I'm that, not. I'm that, not screaming. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. But some things you could put yourself in a situation you don't need to. Right. And you can make it worse for yourself. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But it, but this is this is the thing that like, like I you know as a parent as a parent I don't get I, I don't give a fuck if it, Jesus Christ Himself I am not leaving my damn uh, daughter yeah. with no grown man. Period. Yeah. yeah, I don't care how rich and and, and, and as talented he is. I'm a, I'm gonna kick his ass. Can my, can your daughter stay stay with me? No, no, you did not just ask me this the most question. I gotta kick your ass. 
Yeah, it's, I I don't know the circumstances of you know obviously I don't because I'm not in that kind of world and stuff. But um, actually, but let's not forget if I if I may, Jerome. A lot aside from the stardom of Michael Jackson and, and others, there's a lot of families that leave their kids with family and with relatives and, right. and friends, neighbors, and they get along just. And what do we hear about often? The most most of the times when when kids are abused is by people they know or family members. Yeah. Right. 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 If that's the case, then hell, would you leave your kid with somebody you don't know? Then. That, well, but that sometimes makes- it's also family members too, and not going to go into details, but n- not my immediate family. But uh, it's it's in my background, my family's background. I'll just leave it at that. For uh, not me, but somebody else. Uh, a long time ago. So, and and other people that I talk with, you hear it all the time. Now, uh, uh, sexual abuse or, or, or some kind of molestation, uh, whether it's family members or friends. Say though, I'm going to edit that, so don't worry about it. But you were saying, you know. What was the question again? Because. Like, you know, I, I just don't see how a rational parent, remember, just, just to. Okay, he's back. Uh, how a rational parent can just leave their child with a stranger, no matter how rich and talented he is. You said saying, but you you made some yeah. points like how uh, you know maybe they didn't know about his history or anything else. Which I, I mean, I call that cat. I think that's cat because everybody knows about that nasty bastard's history. But, we um, do now, but we didn't then. So I didn't. I, I knew. I, I, hey, after he got after you see a video of him pissing on a fifteen year old girl, that 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 says story well I mean, yeah now you're right now after that that was then but some of them it was before then but i guess in the music industry like a lot of a lot of people or any industry you know um that you go you go away to school the boarding schools or music yep. you go away to learn lessons private things at times sometimes over the weekend depending on the schedule so that if if they were already in that world or if they didn't know what it took it was easy to be manipulated and yes you know they that was their naivety but they didn't but i know or i guess as a mother i know that they did not just be like oh R. Kelly may want you, you know, they weren't giving their daughters over uh, to get hurt. They were giving their daughters over because they truly thought that they were going to be trying to make a career or get something out of it professionally wise, not be mistreated or misused and abused. Can I, can I throw this in? And let's not forget about, and it's not any just one religion, but don't forget about the Catholic Church. Right, with all the priests, but it also happens with with a lot of the the Protestants. Yes, church, you know, uh, as you know, J- Jim and Tammy uh, or, or Jim Bate or not Baker, but um, yeah, I think Jim Baker was caught up in it. But um, uh, um I forgot the guys. I can't believe I forgot his name. The one who cried a lot, uh, um, Jimmy Swagger, Jimmy Jimmy Swagger, and and others, uh, uh sexual abuse, sexual misconduct. I'll say, um. Look at those situations, you know, that, uh, and have heard people heard about that. You know, mind you, they were adults, at least mm-hmm. the Jimmy Swagger one. 
he was he was he was um masturbating to uh, uh, uh i guess a prostitute he wasn't even touching her he was just watching i guess but so it's not it's not analogous to you know to what's going on with what you're talking about the r kelly situation but the point is there's it's, it's different realms or different levels uh, yeah. of, of the sexual misconduct and but at the time if you don't know you know and if you're gonna i just understand what you're saying jerome but a lot of times the prosecutor would have to prove that like what you're saying jana that that we have to prove that these parents knew about uh, R. Kelly's or whoever's sexual situation. And at the time, remember, we had to go back years ago. At the time, some of them, I'm, I'm a, they probably just didn't know. Um, and if you don't know, you can't um, prosecute them for for not knowing that. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think that I, I honestly believe that's neglect because. You, I, I wouldn't leave my daughter, especially my daughters, even my sons, for that matter, with anybody I don't know. I don't care how much money you got, or how talented, or how great, or how famous well, you are. I'm not even my kids. We have a lot dropped off at a summer camp, and and the parents don't know those those. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, right? But you gotta understand. You gotta understand, though. You should assume that those people that are at summer camp and everything else ain't in the entertainment business. They're not. You're not, so okay. they're not in the entertainment business, but that doesn't mean that something may not happen at camp. True. Using no, I'm mean, not. you can't. You also can't say just because you're in the music business, you can't be left alone with somebody because you are going to be. So where would you put that limit at? You, I mean that. I understand. Yes, I, I'm the same way. If I don't know you, my my children wouldn't have been able to be with you. But I've always made it a point to get to know, you know, them. And I wouldn't have signed my daughters over to stay at anybody's that I didn't know. But at the end of the day, I know a lot of parents that do that. So I, I can't say that you're you know, that they're just horrible because they were naive to what was going on with him. And, now, and don't, don't forget, just real quick, Jerome, and don't forget a lot, a, a lot of statistics show most, the majority of, of sexual uh, uh, abuse, a lot, well, maybe it shouldn't, a lot of it is because with people that they trust and know mm -hmm. already. So e even if it's somebody you know, it's still not guaranteed. Right. right, but what I'm saying is, if that's the case, then you shouldn't let your kids go to school. Well, it's it's it's, it's it, it is kind of a hard, you know, you do, you do have to be careful. But you know, and, you know, I I turned out fine. Thank thankfully, I did, but not not every everyone can't say that, you know, unfortunately. But you know, but, we we can't we can't we cloistered in our homes, of course. Right. Uh, you know, so it, it's one of those risks, and and. That's why I partially why I taught my young my daughters when they were younger. I taught them self defense. Well, but you know? but, but that's but the thing is though, I, like I said, as a rational parent, I, I I don't I don't see it. I just cannot just imagine even my son with Michael Jackson or my daughter with no R. Kelly. I just I just don't see it. Like okay, I'll leave them with you. But there got to be uh, either your 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 uncle or your uncle's gonna be with you, your aunt's gonna be with you, 
and so on and so on. But I'm not just even my child. With, with, I don't give a damn who you are, with, you know, with anybody. And then think, you know, everything's okay. And then, and then you wondering why, oh, this happened? Really? I'm so shocked. Really? Really? But R. Kelly and Michael Jackson? Come on, man. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, oh. yeah. I, I was, I was, I was waiting. I was, didn't want to interrupt, but no. Yeah. You know, man, I, well, and I keep and don't again. I keep saying, don't forget about the church situation. Church right. situation. The political. There, we didn't even talk about politics. You know. Yeah, as, no, yeah. Those those priests. No, all them nasty ass priests need to be arrested and everything else. And there's not been one arrest, but yet, but yet we can go. Oh, back there, there have been a few. There have been a few. Okay. Okay. I, I haven't heard of any. Okay, so there's been a few. Okay, that's fine. But yet, you know, we can go back 20, 30 years and make sure Bill Cosby does time for, for rapes that he supposedly did 30, 40 years ago or even, no, you know, he, he, didn't get charged. he did the rapes. No, he got, no, he got charged for one that was like 10 or 12 years ago. They said something like that. He got charged for one. But what I'm saying is he got arrested all because of the stories of women that he so-called raped 30, 40 years ago. That's why he got arrested. Well, he, 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 uh, roofies, though, those are maybe younger, may not know. He, he put, uh, some, some, uh, drugs in the women's drink, apparently, and, and drugged them and made them, you know, very, they were knocked out. And I guess, according to what I heard and read, I didn't follow that closely, but before I heard and read, and then, you know, he sexually abused, uh, you know, raped them, yes. basically. So right. that's, and, but, but those and can I can that, I say this angle real quick, Jerome? Uh -huh, it was at, at first you and I talked about this, uh, and, uh, and Jay and I talked with this about uh, this with uh, Jerome uh, once or twice on his podcast. But you know about Cosby, you know, and of course Michael Jackson and, and uh, R. Kelly. But specifically with the Bill Cosby situation. And this is another angle, this different angle that drives me nuts about it. These, especially after they are prosecuted and then they go to jail. And I guess maybe it's love and they really believe them, but I don't understand why their wives stay with them. I don't understand that. Yeah, I know why. You know, and, and then I'm, I'm thinking about and I and I love, you know, I like Bill Clinton a lot, but and I don't understand why Hillary Clinton would stay with him. I know why. You, I, I know, I already know I, why. I, I, I kind of understand your point, but I, I, you, this has been going, it also has been going on for years. They ain't the first person. They just got caught and it was exposed nationally. True. Um, so. But once caught, why not leave? I, I don't understand that. I know why. No, you don't know why. No, because no, there's I know why, women Gina. that ain't got money that in them situations. Nah, I see you. You assumed I was talking about money. You know what I'm talking I about. Did. You, I you did. Just I assumed. Was talking about money, but then, then, money, then, power, money, power, authority. That like that's it, Hillary Clinton. She she had she didn't need Bill Clinton for that. She she she's she. I see what you're saying, but in most cases, yes, you're right. For your run in the mill, every you know, working woman situation, uh, more traditional situation, shall we say. Uh, but Hillary Clinton, who was a lawyer, 
she worked for Rose Law. Well, much later, but she was a lawyer and she was going to school for lawyer. That's how Bill and Hillary Clinton met. They were in law school. Yeah. And, um, and, and so she didn't need him. For, yeah, no, you know, she, so I, I, something, I, mean, I guess maybe it's just love. And just real quick, Jerome, and uh, like I said, maybe it's just me that I, I'm too, uh, I, I hold on to grudges too much. I personally would leave uh, someone who did that to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. But anyway, Can I, sorry, you, you were going to say, you're saying you knew why? Uh, yeah, I know why. I know why the wives stay, and I know exactly why. Jenna, may I may I speak, Jenna, or are you, are you going to interrupt, sister? Go ahead. You may speak. You have the flow. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, um, the reason why they stay because the family crest, and this is what I mean by the family crest. When a when when these women when scandal breaks out. They got one or two options. Either I can leave, okay, and get divorced, and my life gets a lot harder, a lot harder, or I can stay, okay, because this person owes me now because I stay. They owe me. If I stay, you know what I'm saying, and I get them through this and I support them and everything else, I got more to gain by staying than I do if I leave. So in, in, in Hillary Clinton's case is that was it was the same situation. Politically, she knows if she stays with Bill Clinton, it's going to help her politically in the future. See, she made a uh, she made a business move. All right, you embarrass me. You got caught, Bill, and everything else. But if I stay with you, I can become the Secretary of State or perhaps the first female president and and a senator as well. She, I. I think Hillary Clinton stayed not because, you know, she's just so in love with Bill anymore. I just honestly think, honestly, she knew he was a cheater. I mean, I think she, she probably knew he's been cheating before. She, I mean, she knew. So, okay, why ruin something I got good by being the wife of Bill Clinton? Because I got other, other political aspirations anyways. So the best thing for me to do is to stay with them until I get my political goals. And that's exactly I mean, that's- what she did. She that's, played a, the game. That's, a, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, obviously, I don't know her motivations. I don't know her personally. I met her daughter twice while, while Hillary Clinton ran for president. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. But uh, it, it depends on motivation, I suppose. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. But Joseph, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Joseph. This is me personally, okay? Let's just say I was married to a woman uh, like she looks like Beyonce and she has Oprah money, okay? So she looks like uh, Oprah and ha- I mean, she looks like Beyonce and she has Oprah money. Now, if <laughs> I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hold on, Jordan, I'll turn it over to you. Hold on a second, but I'm not gonna lie to you. If she was to go out and see other men or entertain other men and stuff like that, I'm staying with her. I don't care. That you know what I'm saying because I have more to gain by staying than leaving. I see so, what you're saying. No, I yeah. do not share that philosophy, but no, no, you know, everybody's you di- everybody's different. Right. See, Joseph, think about me, and I don't know if I've ever told Gina this, because she's my cousin or whatever. I don't know if I've ever told her this. I'm not a jealous person at all. Like, I'm a type of person, this is just me. This is just me. I'm, I'm not saying people should be like this, but I'm a type of person, if my girlfriend or, or wife came to me and said, you know what? 
hey, babe, I'm about to go. I'm about to go on this date with this guy and everything else. I'm going to tell you, okay, do you need some money for a movie? Huh? Do you need some money for a movie? Okay, as long as y'all don't bother me during the game, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. That's fine. Leave me the hell alone. See, I'm not a jealous person. That's just me, though, because I just think there's more worse stuff going on in the world than my wife or girlfriend going to go see, you know, going to go be with some other dude. There's worse stuff going on in the world right now. So that's fine. Now, the question is, am I going to be there when you get back? That's the question. <laughs> you know what I'm you just undermine <laughs> everything you were saying. Right. But, well, sure well, did. Well, sure yeah, did. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, but me personally, though, like, I'd probably be, I'm a type of person where if I got cheated on and, but we got along well and the relationship was still good, I'm willing to look past it and, you know, get through the relationship and whatever I need to do to keep the relationship going because it's a good relationship. You know what I'm saying? But I'm but I'm not a jealous person. Now I know there's a lot of people like that that just can't do it. There are some people that just can get cheated on and just say, you know, hey, I'm over and I'm done with it. I'll never be with you again. I can be like that, but I'm just not. I'm just not, you know what I'm saying? I'm just not a jealous person. That's just me. But I you probably think y'all probably think I'm crazy, but I'm I'm sorry, well, I'm just not no, a jealous it's, person. It's 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 good that you're not a jealous. It's, so, you know, I admit uh, in time past, I have been a bit jealous, uh, uh, you know, uh, like, but it, but I think I'm not going to details, uh, but uh, one situation uh, is, is uh, like, OK, yeah, that's definitely not a normal situation. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, you still have to be careful because you can be seen as the bad guy, as the jealous husband. Uh, even if you are right, so you have to. Uh, even at that, you still have to be careful in how you approach it. But um, no, I, I I think it shows you're more you're more uh, enlightened than a lot most guys, to be honest with you, Jerome. Well, thank you. But but now I'm mad. Most, most right. men are jealous. Right. That's what I'm saying, Joseph. Now look at it like this, Joseph. That's to say, my girlfriend happens to be worth a hundred million dollars. Oh, you can you can do whatever you want to, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My lifestyle ain't changing. My lifestyle ain't changing. That's cool. Um, hey, baby, I'll leave the door unlocked so you can get in when you get home. Uh huh. What else do you need? Okay, you'll be gone for a couple of weeks. Okay. So you're okay oh. with an open relationship if they got enough money? Oh yeah, like they can have, they can make a sex tape. I ain't going nowhere. They, matter of fact, matter of fact. They can make a sex tape. I'm go. I'm gonna go to the media talking about y'all need to mind your business. That's the problem with the media now. Y'all up in our business and everything else. Okay? Uh, uh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, that sex tape. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I told her to do it. I told her to do it. That's why she's on that sex tape. I told her to do it because I love her and she needs. You know what I'm saying. But because I because a hundred million easy to going back to being broke. Yeah, listen you know, to you. For a hundred million. Shoot, hey, I told her to do it. Y'all need to mind your business. Y'all need to you know, so as, as, to me, and I believe in being consistent as uh, for, you know, whether LGBTQ uh, or or even if it's something like what a situation you just described, so long as two things, two, two main things, so long as they're adults, non-minors, and so long as it's consensual. Those mm-hmm. are the two main yeah. things, and outside of that, it's not my business. <laughs> right. There you go. 
Well, it's true. Easy. Oh, wait, wait. I want to hear what the woman got to say. So, Jana, could you be with somebody that had a hundred million and you knew that they were cheating? No. Yeah, right, Jana. You're tripping. Yeah, money changes everything. You know, money only changes the fact that it's easier to pay the bills. But so but you're trying. No. I'm not. I'm not about to sell my soul just for some money. So, Jana, so if you was if you was with a guy that's Bill Gates rich, you're talking about you would leave because he had a side woman, really? Yes, because I'm not doing that. Been there, done that, in that situation, ain't got time. No, never again for no amount of money. Well, Jana, really? Yes, really. Um, no, I think I think money changes things. Everybody says it until they actually face that hundred million dollars. No. I think you're right that most most people probably would change, but not not everybody. Right, a lot of people would, but no. Joe says you wouldn't. No, I I would not actually. It's it's uh, you know it's uh, you can't miss something you don't have anyway. But besides the morality and the ethics of it, aside from that, which is enough for me to to say no to that lifestyle. Aside from that, you know it's. I don't have a hundred million now. You know, uh, would I miss it if I don't have it? No. So, yeah, I agree, with Jane, on this one and other people. But but most people probably would do what what you what you're saying, Jerome. And that's again, so long as they're adults and it's consensual, I have no problems with it. It may See, not be something. It may not be something that I personally do. Well. Me personally, like if let's take the money out of it. Let's just say it was a regular relationship and she didn't have a you know a hundred million. If and she was to go out to see somebody else and stuff like that. You see, here's the thing. Before we had to have a conversation, is listen, are we committed? Or are we just seeing each other? Or are we just having sex? You need to let me know because if that's the case, we both can stay single and you can see whatever you want. We, we ain't got to be in a relationship. It's, you know, yeah, that's to get well, in a relationship and see other why, people. Why get married at all? Just just have a friendship with, you know, certain, right. shall we say, certain privileges and just leave it at that. Why well, why make it more, you know, kind of put constraints on yourselves by getting married? And, and that's what the thing, Joe says. Only, and this, I never got this with men, especially talking to black men, what we do this. Why black men get into marriages, just any man get into marriages just so they can cheat. Like, dude, why not just stay single right. and see whoever you want to, as opposed to, well, I want the, the image of me being a family man and everything else. Okay, once again, why not just stay single and see whoever you want to and not have to worry about the lies you have to tell when you get home and everything else. That's, or being point. Anything else. That's an excellent point. You know, I, I, I never understood that. Because me, myself, I'm not a cheater. I'm not one of those guys that can go out and just cheat and sleep with anybody. I just don't have the heart. I don't have the time for it. I don't want to make up all the lies. I don't feel like it's just too much. You know, it just takes too much to to do that stuff. So I tell them right now, I'm not going to go through your phone. I'm not going to call you ask you where you've been. The reason why I'm with you is because I trust you. That's why I'm with you. And I'm not going to be doing all this extra stuff to figure out where you are and everything else. If you feel like you need to get your ear scratched by somebody else, by all means, go get it scratched and just break up with me. That's fine. We ain't got to yeah. do all that. But but I'm not about to spend my precious minutes in the last few days I got on this earth 
chasing you, wondering where you are, you know, you know, and and worried, you know, and worried about who, who you're with and everything. I'm just not going to do it. Right. And you made a point, like, if you trust them, yes, you can go out with someone from the opposite sex. That's fine. That doesn't necessarily mean you're cheating. When, no, not at all. When you're cheating, that's something else. But you're right. If I feel like I need to go through your phone or if you feel like you need to go through somebody's phone, that would be a cutoff point. Yeah, it's just, Jenna, ain't it? It's just, it's not worth, like, oh, man, is he or she cheating? Oh, he's asleep. Oh, there's his phone right there. It's exhausting right. trying now to I keep got... up with somebody after you and kept up with yourself. Right. And, and that ain't the worst part. You, what was that? What's that old saying? So when you look for something, you, you might find you something. find it. Well, sure. Exactly. Right. So why put yourself through that? I like, okay, cool. I tell I would tell her, listen, you ain't got to sneak around and make up lies and do all that stuff. To go see him. We'll just go our separate ways. That's fine. Right. You can go see him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like you said, I, I just won't be here when you get back. <laughs> right. There you go. It's, it's, I don't know. I just, and, and people do it all the time. I would say mostly men. I hate the stereotype. But I mean, they get in relationships and they just want to start seeing other people. And I just understand why they just be single and not add the stress of lying and making up stories and getting your friends involved. It's yeah. just be single and see whoever you want. So I, that, I wonder yeah. if those who those who get married, it could it could be because tax there are certain um, tax privileges when you're married if you file jointly or or your merit your marital status if if you get married that is to mm-hmm. say. Uh, they're, they're, and of course, it looks better if you're trying to get it. If you're trying to mortgage, especially if you're trying to mortgage a house, it looks a little better for more traditional areas, you know, that you're married instead of single because, you know, double income and all. They're, they're different. There are different cultural reasons for that. But on an individual level, that's when you get into psychology and sociology and anthropology. Why, seriously, and, and like I said before to you, Jerome, I've had all these courses. Uh, there, there's a reason why human beings do what we do. And a lot of times, you know, uh, it, could, it could be social deviance where you do things where you don't have to do, but because of psychological reasons, you, 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 you like the challenge of mm-hmm. living a certain lifestyle to see if you can get away with it or, you know. Yeah. It, me personally, I, I, you know, cause you know, we're all adults here and I just think that I, I just don't think the effort of deceitfulness is worse. You know, I, I just think like, I don't know how to, how to put this in words, but I just really think cool, calm, regular relationship is way more better than deceitful lying and having to constantly make up stories and eventually crossing up those stories so you get busted to make things worse. I, I never got that. I never got it, and I never will. When, you, like I said, I always, I know it's like a broken record. We can just stay single and see and do whatever you want to. I just never. And, and there are those, that. and there are those like myself, married for twelve years, and it's going great. You know, it's, I, you know, it's not perfect, but nothing's perfect. Even you're single, it's not for some people. It's not perfect, uh, but but under the circumstance, everybody's different. You know, just you just got to live a lifestyle that works for you. Right. See, Jana? 
unlike you, Jaina. So, Jaina, I got a question. Yes. Do you still got that big dick protecting you, or or do you got something else tonight? <laughs> I'm done with <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, little joke with me and Jada. <laughs> I asked her last last week was on a podcast. I said, "Are you outside?" And she goes, "Yeah." I said, "Cool, because I can hear you know you being outside." And I said, "But you think that's safe?" She goes, "No, I'm not. I'm, I'm on. I'm on. On. I got a big deck." And oh. I thought huh? she said, I "Oh thought, my goodness!" <laughs> I thought. She, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> oh I my thought, goodness! No, no she That's said, awesome. "I got, I got a big deck." But yeah, I that is, that said, is awesome. <laughs> I thought. I thought she said, "Well, I'm cool because I got a big dick." Okay, like, I'm, then. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Whoa. You, you feel secured. All right. So. I'm <laughs> Well, 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 guys, for, for me, this sounds like a good place for stop. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Anybody want to say anything? Any last, no last words or anything? Uh, oh. I, I, I'll, I'll just say, check out my um, my podcast, podcast, a uh, secular order podcast, uh, Anchor, or or of course Spotify. Uh. uh and check uh, out my podcast, Journey to Freedom, on Anchor Spotify. Okay, that's good. I want to say one thing to you, too, before you guys go. Thank you for coming on my podcast. It was really fun tonight. Uh, also, um, one more thing. I want you two to go find, like, like the highest bridge, and then I want both of y'all to jump off. Okay. Okay, we're in the podcast on that. All right? I want y'all both to jump off that highest bridge. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. Yeah, no right. problem. Good talking to you guys. I'll All see right. you guys around. Bye. 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 Later.